Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Devine. Hi, Petty Bitches. Hi, Petty Bitches. This is Davina Devine. And this is Victorian Secret. And we are back out of lockdown and it feels fantastic. Oh, except you look terribly hungover. I mean, you look in oh my bits. God. I am tired, I have to say. It's been a whirlwind back on it I have to say um, and it's definitely I think going out of your living room back into reality is definitely taking its toll it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm yeah. glad I'm glad I went back to the gym when I did because I would have been actually probably like deceased in Massey's funeral home <laughs> I'm just like, devastated for you though because you um you obviously went and got a hydrofacial and that's wasted now because mm. you've, you're that dehydrated you're not hydrated anymore at all oh I'm, look at this skin honey it's glowing <laughs> it's still glowing um no I actually to be honest like I haven't actually drank that much since I've been back it's like there ain't been time for that did like, you not? No, like I did on Thursday, I had a few, and then on Saturday, I had a couple, but like nothing major. Like, okay, because because like, on Thursday, I, I I took the name of your show very literally. So, okay, let, let's start I'm not off being with smart, facts. but you take every night as like Thursday, Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like, it's uh, like you and you, you drink quick. Like, yeah. I'd sit on a drink for ages. Oh, you, that's all you'd sit on. A lovely chair as well. That's it, yeah. <laughs> she loves Couch. seats. Couch, because I like my seats. <laughs> um, so, yeah, well, okay, for those who don't know, in uh, Ireland now, we can finally have entertainment. We, actually, we were allowed to have entertainment for a while. However, it's really yeah. hard to make it work. And um, the George started back their shows uh, on Monday. But I went to Davina's show on Thursday, and I was very giddy girl because I have not gone to see the show in so long and the name of the show was Thirsty Thursday. I went prior to mm-hmm. that for dinner in Roberta's had a few cocktailians Lovely. and there was no getting me home but I was no. locked by the end of your show. Locked. Yeah, like much more drunk than I ever in, kind of set out or intend to be so it's kind of impressive but at the same time 
<laughs> well, the main thing is that I just wanted to be there and support you. That be that through putting money behind the bar. Uh, yeah, be, yeah. Be that through screaming and shouting while watching you on mm. stage. Yeah, no, it was it was really nice. It was great to be back. Very, very surreal. Mm-hmm. Everyone kept saying, "Oh my god, you must be so excited," and. I honestly just felt like numb. It was like such a strange feeling. And strange is the key word because it just felt like it's such a build up, like an anticlimax. It's kind of like, you know, and it was great. It was actually really good fun, but it was a really strange experience. And then just being back, like we, like obviously back there working on Saturdays and then on bingo on Sunday. And Mm. it it didn't get any kind of less strange as the time of, because even like, so Saturdays now, uh, we have people coming up, so we have to use mic condoms. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, how do you put those things on? Well, I split one. <laughs> first one I Did you? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like, yeah, so there's a, there's definitely a technique. Show me your technique, Madonna. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, so that's been quite interesting. Like, but it's, um, I, like, the whole concept of karaoke is, like, I didn't think people would be kind of, up for getting up and singing again people were I said laughing. that to you I said that yeah, to you I was people, like I just don't no. feel like anyone's going to get up and sing especially now because it's it's a more intimate crowd as well like it's not like yeah. full capacity I'm presuming there's about 130 people that they can fit in seated I'm just mm. guessing I've no idea so um, it's more daunting I think the bigger the crowd you're like yeah I can do this whatever it's fine yeah, it's very weird because you feel like everyone is kind of sitting and like listening to yeah. everything that you say. It's oh, a bit like, it's I, like giving a TED talk. <laughs> like like the judging panel on like X Factor, do you know what I mean? Sharon Arsburn down there like going, oh, yeah. no. No, it is a bit like people are kind of just sitting around like literally just kind of listening, which is also kind of fun and a bit weird. But I, the only time I don't like that is when it's when they're not chatting, when there's no, when it's like cuteness. Yeah. When it's really like very quiet, when there's like there's no chitter chatter going on around, that freaks me out because it's like well, there was none of that on Thursday from my recollection because uh, no. honestly, but I think I was heckling, everyone was screaming, and it was like you know it was like um, when kids are let out into the playground. That's what it kind of felt mm. like on Thursday. I was like everyone's just going absolutely mad. Tell me this though because there's there's some karaoke songs that like before you definitely would have been rotted by. Like, I'm going to have a guess, like, uh, Black Velvet? He rots me, yes. There's a few on the list that are, like, they're just, like, not allowed to happen. And then the odd times, it, actually, one girl, for ironically, let it, she got slipped through the net the other night. What was because it? Because sometimes they'll put in a song, and then when we call them up, they'll say, okay, I want to change my song. And then they'll change to the said song that I hate. So there's one on the the ones that I cannot listen to anymore. I can't listen to Rehab by Amy Winehouse. Okay, that's can very good. Not, yeah, no, I don't cannot, like that either. Uh, what else can I not listen to? I can't listen to two out of three Amy Bad. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's such an oldie can, as well. It's an oldie, but we used to have this one guy used to come to the show who shall remain, remain nameless. And he used to sing that every fucking week. Ugh. And I honestly, I wanted to burn my eyes out with cigarettes by the end of it. I was like, no. Oh my God. So that's off the list. And what's another one? What did the girl um, sing though? You said it slipped through the net. Uh, she sang Rehab. She oh. changed her song to Rehab. And I was like, oh, you little wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
but she, you know what? She was actually really nice and really cute, so she she got away with it. Yeah, fair. Um, so that was okay. I let her away with that one. And then we finally did a show together on Sunday for Bingo, which, to be honest, I was expecting. Um, I thought you were going to be wild. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, I went. I left the house, and uh, I was like, okay. Well, what time do, will I get home at? I was like, oh, it's probably going to be very late. And then there she is no. having a cup of tea when I came in. <laughs> I was actually, I was actually home in bed, like fed, watered by like midnight. I was like. No, that's like my weekend done now. I'm finished working. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, I think when every night becomes a, like a, a crazy night, then you just don't enjoy. And that's one thing I think that I loved about the lockdown was when we did our things, it was a real like novelty. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Whereas before it was like, you know, you'd have like, you know, Thursday, you'd start on Thursday and you'd wake up, it'd be Monday and you'd be like, where? Like, I just lost four days. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, it's so unproductive. And I just done a hair. I function through that haze and I'm like I just want I want to be well n- now listen this is a disclaimer this is my goal I'm trying to be a bit more what? Uh, pr- productive just like you know not wild I'm like, not going to be funny here girl but we just come out of a year and a half lockdown where you worked quite a lot in a lockdown from your bedroom uh, I think yeah. you, I think it's okay to say you are productive do you know what I mean oh no I know I just mean like you know I just don't want to be like living the, the hangover lifestyle I just can't be coping with that just, I give you two weeks I give you two weeks this is part of your brand yeah. bitch the original blonde bombshell hung over hack oh listen don't get me wrong like I will go into town like I mean, Thursday, Thursday is my it's for like it's always good to get me on a good night the first night of the week is always like the, that's the best night you know that's like okay. first night of holidays I always give you first, <laughs> first night of holidays realness and then come the end of the week I'm like get me on the plane I want to go home oh my god so, mom's out and sweet. then she's dead um, well come here I'm in Manchester I got in this morning I had one of them horrible bloody 6am flights um, tomorrow okay. starts a tour with Heidi and Closet now Davine doesn't watch Drag Race after like season 6 I think however because Heidi went so viral Viral, you kind of know some things about her beyond the fact that she all whistles. I know, all I know is that she has a gap in her teeth. That's all I know. <laughs> okay, well, like, I, I brought a second microphone so that I can literally, I'm going to headlock her one day and be like, right, come on, Heidi, we're off to do an interview for the podcast. So <laughs> be ready, basically. Oh, is she going to come on? No, I, I'm going to make her. Like, she won't have a choice. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds bad. Um, what else? Do you know, actually, speaking of Drag Race, somebody uh, commented on one of my photos saying, um, it's like if Ahura and Chad had a baby. Oh. Well, and I said... And I literally replied, said, I don't know who, those two, who either of those two people are, but thank you. <laughs> That's all I said. And I was just like, I, there was no response. But like, who, I, I, I think she meant Chad Michaels, did she? she I presume to- so. Yeah. Like, Ahura is like all over the internet at the moment because she said a load of shit online about one of the, well, in a video uh, about one of the season three girls who was on season two. So like. She, she, hang on. Is this Drag Race UK? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, never, never see. I could not tell you what she looked like. I think they experimented like physically or whatever, but Mm -hmm. I actually I couldn't tell you anything Mm -hmm. about those people. Nor do I care. I'm so over it. Like, well, both have very um like plump, youthful faces. So you know, maybe maybe that's the key there. Stunning. Stunning. Yeah, I'll take I'll take that. Whatever. I couldn't give a shit. Whatever. Uh, I'm living it. I'm not watching it. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, very fair. Uh, Actually, things have, like, this week is absolutely mental. Like, I feel like, 
you know, we were out of lockdown like a week and now somebody's like lit the fuse and the, the dynamite is like burning. I'm doing this like panel talk in Trinity College on okay. Tuesday, mm-hmm. which is actually going to be, I don't know, <laughs> interesting. What's the like, topic? Um, it's all just about kind of LGBT life and how things have changed over, you know, the last decade and uh, what need, what changes needed coming forward and all this. There's like the, one of the ministers is there and a few different LGBT people are going to be at it. So it's part of Rainbow Week. It must be it, it's Rainbow Week. What okay. is that? Is that like the first? That's like college starting back. Is I th- it? Yeah, I think it's like the Gay Freshers Week. It's kind of like Rain- Rainbow Week. Um, okay. Is this in person? You're going to be in a room with people? In person on a panel having a chat oh yeah, god actually hilarious and it's right before my show so I, I was I, I have no problem doing that and I love to talk about the gays so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cute like I, I, last time I was in Trinity College they gave um, uh, me Detox and Katya some sort of medal for, that was to do with like Dracula I don't know what it was and we oh, talked yeah. we talked about gender identity uh, and it was very oh. very serious also we'd all been out the last night very hungover well actually now that you mention it it's like the when I got the, the questions uh, sent through today and some of these things I have to say, and some of the questions like obviously it's ser- some serious topics but I do always think sometimes it, things can be taken so seriously mm-hmm. I think that can actually kind of damage like just things moving forward you know everything is so fucking serious all the time yeah yeah. You have to, you have, there has to be a little bit of breathing room. So when you say s- serious, do you mean as in like, you know, if people make mistakes or if people... Yeah, if people make mistakes or if people like just imp- like progressive, like, and I think as well, intention is everything. Yeah. So it's like, obviously when people do really shitty things and horrible things, that's not cool and that's uh, no, no go. Yeah. But I do think that some like, oh, what would I say? Like some certain groups and mm-hmm. certain kind of like, you know, parts of our community just are so serious all the time yeah and i just don't i come from a place of like reality living the life out there on the fucking front line and i've seen i've seen it all okay yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not i'm not sitting in an office typing up stati- statistics do you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah i know what you mean like they're definitely obviously things are moving forward but at the same time we need to be able to not take ourselves too seriously um, yeah that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying yeah because i actually think when people have too much fear they almost fuck it up even more or else they Absolutely. get so frustrated yeah. that um that they that there's no room maybe to make mistakes that they're like that 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 it becomes something else do you know what i mean like it actually doesn't become yeah. about trying to um to be correct and everything sometimes feels like certain people feel like everything is a struggle constantly mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. every like everyday life is a constant struggle mm-hmm. it's like you know that's not the case for everybody mm-hmm. yeah do you know what I mean? So it's like I get what I get what certain people are saying, but it's it can ju- sometimes those topic conversations can be very serious. So I want to bring a little bit of lightheartedness to it because because it should like it should be fun as well. Yeah, no, absolutely, you know? uh, absolutely. Come here. What have you been watching though? What's on your telly? What is uh, what are you obsessed oh. about? <laughs> What am I obsessed with? I am obsessed with uh, the new Irish docu- the new I was going to say documentary, <laughs> the new Irish uh, like crime drama series called Kin. Have you seen that? Oh no, I haven't. No, I heard Thomas oh. Cameron is in it, um, and he's oh been sharing clips. Is that him? Yeah. Oh, I think I know. Oh my god, 
Yes, now. Oh my god, I'm only realizing that now. Oh god. Oh my god, amazing, amazing. Yeah, uh, I'm literally. That, I'm only couple onto that now. Yeah. But it's um, it's basically it's about uh, this the Kinsler family that are like kind of uh, drug lords in Dublin, and it's all about you know all the like Dublin shootings that have happened in real life here in Dublin. Yeah. It's kind of based around them. It's like two kind of gangs going to war, and it's all just heating up. But there's all these like underlining kind of like little stories that are coming out. Okay. Um, and I, I love things that are like filmed in Dublin that you recognise places you go to and it's the Irish way the way they talk and I just quite enjoy that if it's done in a good in a good kind of expensive way yeah yeah, and yeah, it, yeah the totally. cast is the cast is brilliant there's like Maria Joy Kennedy uh, Aidan Gillen um, and there are like there's a few like big rides in oh <laughs> so <laughs> so that always helps and you know I'm a sucker for like a gangster I have to, <laughs> I just like I mean listen you like, definitely that fits your blonde bombshell image as well yeah. though. do you know what I mean oh she hit, she wants a bad boy well I'm telling you all there's no badder uh, bitch than Davina so watch out bad boys and also to the first one that gets the first crack of the whip after uh, a lockdown god fucking help you because you're in for trouble <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So yeah, so I'm I'm really into that. Um, the oh morning God, show. Oh, we're selling. We need to sell your um, born again virginity post lockdown. That's it. We're gonna do like a, a little like <laughs> uh, thing where uh, the highest bad boy gets the prize. <laughs> I think that uh, I think that might be false advertising at this stage. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we were the more as I was in the morning after the morning show. Have you watched? Do you, uh, did you watch the first series, of the morning show? Yeah, is it back? Is it? It's back. Yes, oh. it's back, and they're kind of releasing the episodes slowly. But uh, and I don't know if this is controversial. I love season one. I thought it was like especially around the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good topic. And then when I heard they were coming back to season two, I was excited. But I don't know if It's a bit shy it just, was it? Well the second episode was better than the first But like I don't know It's just not Right now It's it needs to heat up a little bit more Yeah um, I, I loved the first season But mostly like I just couldn't stop looking at Jennifer Aniston um, And like mm. The face doesn't really move And she's kind of talking like this all the time as well Like honey You know what I mean? Well she she has a definitely a bit of a Rachel face, you know, like yes. from Friends. She's mm-hmm. like, she does the Rachel eyes. But I did notice the other day uh, when I watched episode two that her face is definitely moving oh. more. Oh. And um, and I noticed she's got like, I wonder, does she, does she smoke? I, so I, my guess is no, but it looked like she had like little smokers. I think, she, honestly, I don't think she drinks. I think she's more into just a bit of heroin. Do you know what I mean? Just a, a light bit of heroin, not like, not smoking. So <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine Rachel from Friends and the crack pipe? <laughs> Uh, chasing the dragon Oh, <laughs> oh my I missed, god I missed the dragon <laughs> oh, oh my god Y'all If any of y'all comment On Minor Davina's post Saying you missed the dragon we, Oh we you missed have, the dragon We will send a screenshot To the other one Being like <laughs> Oh my god And yeah It's it's actually become Such a joke at this stage Because it's yeah. like A gone fucking years mm-hmm. And B You didn't fucking support it so You didn't up. go <laughs> And what happens When you don't go to things uh, They go away They close down yeah. They close down 
down. So I've been getting stuck into them. Uh, what else have I been into? I haven't seen um, everybody's talking about Jamie. I know you were at the premiere. Oh yeah, you need to. Like that's I mean, on my list. Yeah, it's easy gay viewing, like absolute gorge. Yes, I'm almost finished. Nine Perfect Strangers. I'm obsessed with Melissa McCartney's fashion in it. She had a big dirty wear um, in the episode that I watched this week with one of the other people who I think okay. played um, the husband to Will in Will and Grace for a while. I think that's that's oh. um, what what he played. So I'm hooked on it. And we're talking Nicole Kidman getting a bit les with one of the other people. Like I saw that. I, I have on. to say, I I feel like I'm a little bit tools down with Nine Perfect Strangers. Oh. It, it just started to lose me as it went on. And I was like, it wasn't moving fast enough. And I was mm-hmm. like, where is this fucking going? Yeah. And then I could see there was another episode there for me to watch. And I was like... I'm okay. <laughs> so, what about my so Marsha? My Marsha, like that's oh Nicole's gosh. name. My Marsha, you know, from Marcia. Um, what's uh, what's that film with Tony Collette called? My my Marsha, my perfect Marsha, the daughter in it. Uh, oh yeah, in her shoes. That's what it was. I'm obsessed with. Oh yes, that was pretty good. The classic as well. Well, on ITV at the moment, there's like drag um, karaoke club, which has oh. a huge mix of like drag queens from like around the UK. Danny Beard's on it. Uh, Titty Bang what's, is on it. What's the concept of that show? So they basically swing up in the doors. There's fuckloads of booze. Like, I mean, fuckloads of booze. You get okay. absolutely shit-faced. The Vivian's on it. Manila Luzon is on it. Uh, Trinity the Took is on it. Uh, Free to Slaves. There's tons, tons. And um, so they all have to pick a karaoke song. Now, some of them are terrible singers. Like, how if I was to go up and sing a song, um, I would do clearly Westlife Flying Without Wings. Obviously, that's awesome. Karaoke song, and uh, some of them are really, really good. And then they do a, a karaoke battle. Uh, Sophie Ellis Baxter popped up in an episode um, there and sang with one of the girls. And then they vote someone off, and a new person arrives to the karaoke club the next day. So it's kind of like set up in this club pub type thing, and it's all about drinking, like gossip. And it's all it's all, is it called drag karaoke club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all it's all drag. I have to say, I actually hate the sound of that. Like, it just sounds like hell, to be honest. I quite that liked sounds it. Like hell. I quite liked yeah. it because some of the girls really struggle to sing. So, like, I just love seeing someone. Like, I would prefer to see a bad karaoke singer than someone who's absolutely going to come up and do the Adele song they've done 564 times at every karaoke club forever. There's, I feel like, th- that's like ITV2 or something, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoever is fucking programming their stuff, like, some of the fucking programs are atrocious. I saw another <laughs> one there, like, uh, it was actually the Vivian was on it and she was on it with like Scarlett Moffat and what was that called? It was like they had to like it was like they had to do challenges mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. eat like beans out of a wash machine oh god so weird stuff like that I was like what so I watched it because I actually only watched it because the Vivian was on it that sounds and like our, our shows in Zoom like <laughs> well, do you know what it might, it might be when the next one comes around but I was like what the fuck is this and it was just like it, it just was actually mental I was uh-huh. like how are like who's coming up with these fucking ideas and like are they actually getting the view and figures right okay well I like, think ITV2 is quite popular like because we don't really have that over here I think that's quite popular but also my favourite thing is when they start to shove um, drag queens on things in full drag in very normal situations like they had Cheryl Hole on some sort of like um, farming show and all of a sudden she's in full drag on the farm and I'm like okay this is fucking gas 
I feel like everyone is a drag queen these days. Like it's like it's like drag is now like so accessible. Mm-hmm. Whereas before it was kind of felt like it was a bit special, a bit kind of different, a bit random. I feel like every cunt on every corner is a fucking drag queen now. Yeah. It's basically if your OnlyFans doesn't get the subscribers, Ash I'll do drag instead. Do, you know do a I mean? bit of drag. <laughs> yeah, like fucking any cunt with with a lipstick in their drawer is a lip is a drag queen now. You're like, what the fuck? And listen, me and Davina aren't coming for your OnlyFans gig, so fuck off coming for our no. drag gig. Yeah, and you can still keep it. They're not changing the terms and conditions. So go get your, <laughs> pull your knickers off and sort yourself out. <laughs> well, I'm obsessed with that. It's honestly trash TV, but it is my ideal viewing. I'm really struggling to sleep at the moment. Um, if anyone has any tips, I'm, um, I've had a lot of work anxiety with so many reschedules going on, but I'm really struggling to switch off at night. Every single night, it's like a battle to get to sleep. So I actually bought two books. So now I'm going to be the book queen, I think, that will like try and make me sleep. One, oh I, one I don't think is going to be very me. Like I actually don't like there was such little um, options in WH Smith in the airport. One is called Once, Twice, Three Times in Ashling, which to be honest, I think I'm going to hate straight away. Um, Jesus. This one though. You're, you're pulling out all the doozies today, aren't you? Oh, all Drag the doozies. karaoke, Once, Twice, Three Times in Ashling. Oh, here. <laughs> I'm about to log off this call. <laughs> wait, 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 but I'm into this one. So this is called A Guarded Life um, by an ex-police woman, okay? Oh. And uh, in 1984, Magella Moynihan, a young guard recruit, was charged with breaching on guard she called disciplinary rules for having pre-marital sex with another guard, becoming pregnant and having a child. She was pressured to give up the baby for adoption or face dismissal, forcing her into a decision that would have a devastating impacts on her life. Well, I'm dying to get back into that. Is it a true story? Yeah, it's a true story. It's okay. A, it's a memoir. I'll wait for the TV movie. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get it. It's only two, 12, 12 euros 16 in WH yeah. Smith. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> So Probably I'm not. I'm gonna try become a reading queen, but if anyone has any tips on oh, I don't know switching off, I'm I always think like listen to like an audiobook or something like that. Always like because you kind of just you're listening, but then it, like after a couple of chapters yeah. you're gone. The if, pro- even if you get that far, the problem at the moment is that I'm I listen to so many podcasts and all of them are about Erica Jane and the scandal that's going on. So I get so bet into it that I can't even switch off during a podcast anymore. I'm like, oh my god, what's the latest with Erica Jane? <laughs> <laughs> what did you make of the Tom Girardi uh, kind of accosted by the reporters? Oh, yes. Of? Okay. So firstly, he he did look ill. I thought straight mm. away. I was like, he's there's something not right there. Like he definitely looks, I don't know, like some sort of brain slash dementia type thing is going on. Well, people who have dementia usually have that kind of vacant kind of like wasting kind of look which yeah. is like it's it's very distinctive yeah and and he definitely had that like in mm. to some degree because th- there's lots of different levels of dementia do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like some some of them can be controlled with medication and it can be kind of prolonged and then some people some of it just moves very progressively so uh he definitely didn't look well for sure and i no. do you know i think what he kind of paused i think they asked the question like does erica know what the, like the gravity of the situation is yeah i think because he said i think she knows yeah and not that like i think she knew what like i don't think that's what he, what he meant what he had heard you know mm-hmm. so yeah. that's what i think i think you're right like honestly i i don't i didn't enjoy the video if that makes sense even though it's scandalous i don't think the reporter like you're being a dick basically you are being yeah. a dick the man doesn't look well and i know he's done like 
I mean, it looks fairly clear that he's done lots of bad shit, but also, like, that has to be very stressful on his family member that was with him. I don't know. I just think, like, leave it to the courts now. It's in their hands. Um, I think as well, though, there's such a big thing about, like, you know, because she lived the high life and had it all, and people love seeing someone just fall down, don't they? Yeah, well, like, I'm, so. I'm dying to see you fall down. Like, absolutely dying. Mm. Going to push you down the stairs. Oh, after. listen, I'm, I, bitch, I'm going to sit down in a few minutes. But <laughs> <So. laughs> um, yeah, no, I. I have been housewife obsessed this week has been already an amazing start both Potomac and Salt Lake City D were so scandalous have you watched both of them of course like I, pa- I practically watched them live like I, I didn't watch them now on Sunday but I usually watch them live I'll stream Bravo so I like watch it and I love to uh, get in the hashtags you see all the like the people tweeting live I actually made this friend this hilarious this girl um, she's like from she's like called New Jersey Princess or something on Twitter uh-huh. and she we she followed me and we she's always tweeting the housewives but her I think it was like her basement flooded or something remember those flash floods in New York yeah she caught up in that so I was like oh I'm so sorry so we have this weird like housewife bond but she's she's really cool well like, that makes a change kind of, from you fighting yeah. on Twitter to making a friend on Twitter well listen if there's one way to get me on side is talk about housewives well I I'm telling you now Candace is fucking rotten me she's a rude bastard and the way she talks about her mother and I'm like you're more like your mother than you realise like you're actually the double of her and that uh, mother is a beast beast but at least she's real because Candace thinks she's all sugar and sweet no that mother is not real that mother is actually just like a conniving cow she's just she's loving that the cameras are around she's playing up every time every time she's loving it do you know this as well you can always tell she lost a bit of weight and she's like kind of like putting a bit of makeup on and making effort so she's doing that for the camera so she knows exactly what she's doing that mother and she's a therapist she's going to her for therapy like she'd actually is she not a life coach now well, like everyone else, fucking life coach these days. Uh, she sends you over the fucking edge. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, however, I'd love to go to co- for cocktails with her because I feel like she'd rip the back all of all of them and you'd have a great time. The editors of the Potomac episode, I have to say, they deserve a medal. Like I was a actually medal. howling out loud when yeah. like Karen's kept making all these faces and she's like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> psychedelic, <laughs> psychedelic moments. And the way they kept putting the sound bites in of the, of the flies, the zzzz. Yeah. yeah, oh God, that was bad, wasn't it? It was yeah. just making Giselle's house look like it was an actual shithole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, well, come here, listen, inside that house is weird as hell. Like weird as hell. It doesn't make sense in any way. No, it's so strange. Like houses that have like extensions onto them, and then they're completely different like sections of the house. Yeah, it's, like just not in style with the actual other parts of the house. It's so bizarre. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm 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 feeling like where's Monique? She'd sort this security. Where's Monique? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and then Salt well, Lake City is like, I'm sorry, Meredith Brooks or sorry, yeah. Meredith Marks is insane. the The way she walked across the ice, like an like a like honestly, it was like. You know the way people talked about Britney's walk? This is yeah. far more iconic. Do you know, um, I have to say, she I was getting, she was giving me major me vibes when she was walking towards her because I would have been like, I don't want to fucking go to this. And <laughs> I'm being pulled by fucking production to go and do this. I would have been exactly the same. I would have been dragging my heels so I don't have to get there as quick as I can. So I waste loads of time. Gosh. And then when I get there, I'd be like, I don't want to be here. And then if one bitch just 
kicked off i'd be like she's gonna get it oh my <laughs> so- god obsessed well like she really gave it to her but i am glued to see what's coming next because like i think she gave it to her so she could get out of there so she's just like i've done my bit i've given you drama i'm fucking out of here because she just seemed in really bad form she's just like she didn't want to do she want to be doing it yeah 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 i did and en- i can relate <laughs> i did enjoy well i can't remember who was in the house but someone was in the house slagging jen off to brooks and meredith and brooks was just sitting there grinning ear to ear loving as they ripped the back off like jen so oh, yeah I've, there's probably more to that story than meets the eye Oh, 100 percent so if you're not into uh, potomac and salt lake city you need to get into it. salt lake city is only one season and it's very juicy my friend uh stevie actually who hates the housewives he was like he sent me the teaser and he was like what's all this about what's all this about yeah and then uh, i said so i kind of explained he's like oh my god i actually might watch that like that it's that how good so if it can turn people like stevie to fine <laughs> gas well w- one more thing before we wrap this up uh, my friend uh from america was in ireland at the weekend and he turned on city and he's like he's like girl i'm obsessed i'm obsessed he was like the acting the acting i can't he's like it's like oh hello sinead how are you today and he kept like doing like impressions of it i was cackling um i know it's like a few people that are actually in fair city so the odd time i'd kind of see it and i kind of like it there was a bit of scandal like but you know they had like a murder and stuff like this happening so i've seen it like over the last little while not uh-huh. like religiously but dipped in and out yeah. and the one thing that i just think is hilarious because all these soaps they're like they all have social distancing yes like even in like eastenders and whatever like but they they just do it in such a professional way but because i think there's like less cast in fair city there's like maybe they're in carrickstown which is supposed to be like a little bubbling suburb and there's like you know nobody fucking around like uh-huh. nobody it's like the apocalypse of like yeah. Dublin yeah. nine or whatever and then there's like these people that are all like three meters apart and you're like having a conversation with like mary and she's like on the end of the street <laughs> like it's so gas. obvious gas. and then it, yeah it's kind of gas but it's uh it's been going like, I think like 35 years 35 years I think it still gets the viewers so good on them but also yeah. I've heard rumours that like they literally get only one take at, at, at those scenes so they have to just either if it's going awful you have to curse that's the rumour I heard that you have to curse so they oh. have, you have to retake it that's uh, I also heard that some of the cast just never learn their lines like oh. ever Oh. So that they're just like literally like they are like looking at their script <laughs> right before the thing, which also gives very me energy. <laughs> that is literally us before a panto. <laughs> He's like looking at your looking at script and then going like, I told you I'd meet you in McCoy's. <laughs> <laughs> Hamming it up, trying to like overact it. So they're yeah. like, I although I saw a couple of weeks ago, actually, just when I was walking through the kitchen, it was on and it was like, um, which I am kind of a little bit slightly obsessed about is that they have Sharon Curley is like one of the main cast members you know from The Snapper you're kidding the original Sharon, Sharon Curley the original Sharon Curley is in um, she's in first city now for like full time and her sister who who was the sister in The Snapper mm-hmm. is playing her sister in Fair City oh and the god. two of them are having a scene and I was like oh my god I was and they're both of those actresses are actually kind of fab Love They're that. actually brilliant And I love the two of them together Because in my head They're like Sharon And I can't remember her, the, the sister's name From The Snapper But uh 
but they're great together. Oh my god, I love that. Oh, that nearly yeah. makes me want to watch because she's so iconic. Um, yeah, she is. But anyway, that was our little girly gossip. Uh, before we move on, we're going to pause for a little petty promotional moment. Uh, Davina shot this uh, mockumentary reality TV show style thing about a decade ago called Davina Defined, which we did a live react mm. Drago Box episode, which you can find only on our Patreon, where you can find bonus episodes, uh, bonus videos. There's actually tons of content over there. You can join it on patreon.com forward slash Pod, and our Patreon member of the week is Aaron Byrne, who you will know, Davina, has come to shows for honestly the best part of a decade. Uh, I know I haven't, we haven't seen you in a while Aaron so hopefully we will see you very soon IRL in real life but um, thanks for signing up to our Patreon hope you enjoy yeah. all the little tidbits and that's it but um, still to come Davina what do we have? Uh, coming up we have actually an explosive exclusive interview which we adored recording and we were so we're so uh, excited to share it with you we were like going to kind of put it in the maybe the first book so we were kind of hold, I wanted to hold it back but we're like no we're going to give it to you today she does not hold back she talks about like the highs lows trials tribulations celebrity run-ins everything we have an amazing talk with DJ Lady Lloyd from London London, from London. and it's honestly yeah. probably the juiciest interview well it's up there in the top three of it's- juicy interviews that we've ever done if you don't know uh, much about Lady Lloyd, Lady Lloyd has been working on the scene for like nearly the same time as us and she has seen it all and she's had a lot of like, you know, troubles herself and she does talks about all of it. Like she's so honest and in such a good place. So it's it, not to be missed. Obsessed. Okay. And you can uh, catch our rotter straight after that, but we'll be back straight after this interview. Well, guys, we are joined by a very, very special friend of the show. And actually, um, she has, she's just another. Yeah, just she's another just friend another. of the show. She's just another I mean? friend of the show. Just another. Uh, she's a London. Just another. She's London's OG uh, queen of the decks. It is DJ Lady Lloyd is in the house tonight. Hi, Hello, Lloyd. good evening. Oh, so lovely to have you on. So lovely to see you again. It's been too long. Lovely to be here. Nice to see you two as well. Well, of course, Lloyd. Uh, Surviving. Yeah, so then tell us about it, yeah. Like Lloyd DJed for both our Pride parties yeah, um, yeah. the last year. And we were going to get you back again, only for a little thing called a pandemic. Has there not happened. been one since? No, 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 no. nothing. Blame Lauren Harry's. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 
Let's blame Lauren yeah. Holly. She, <laughs> she destroyed the pride party. She killed the buzz. <laughs> I mean, she really did. <laughs> the original cock destroyer. Did, she, did you get... Did you get her like eight minute mega mix of uh, Upper Do? Uh, oh. No, I think the original was just long enough, to be honest. <laughs> I, think, too I think we had the extended 12 inch version and it was more like the sort of 18 inch version. It went on and on and on. <laughs> well, can we listen? And there's, to- only, there's only one verse. I know. Uh, well, listen, thanks again for coming on and, and having a chat with us. My we pleasure. we were um, hunting you for quite a while, trying to get you on. And just we said now is the perfect time. Yeah. Um, so like we just wanted to kind of talk to you all about the, well of course you're up in action now you're actually working tonight you're back DJ yeah. back behind the booth we're at Bombshell tonight Woo! and tell because uh, listen I've been seeing um, Bombshell <laughs> ads constantly like over the last couple of years so tell us what is Bombshell because it always looks like a great night great fun hmm. well Bombshell started after the tea shack okay that okay. can't be named and uh, that was in Soho basically yeah, in yeah. Soho. That was at Madame Jojo's. And me and Tasty used to DJ there and it was ran by Dusty O. Uh, yeah. And it was a sorry, review bar before that. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, Dusty. And, <laughs> yeah. And um, when that closed, it, 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 it became um, a place, you know, where everybody was dressing up. It was really exciting. It was always on a Wednesday mm-hmm. when there's nothing else to do. So when that Dusty O kind of took a step back from the scene and uh, Madame Jojo's closed. And so basically on a Wednesday, there was nothing to do for people that like to get dressed up. Um, obviously, uh, me and Tim were like, OK, well, let's do a club. So we started Bombshell and we basically shut down every venue it ever went to. We went to the Shadow Lounge. It shut like a fortnight after. We went to the Black Cap. It shut the next day. Oh, oh my god. god! We went to a place called Muse Bar Sixty Nine. There was something else in between, and we were just so unlucky. It was really in that time when everything was just closing. I don't know if that same thing happened in Dublin. Oh, I've closed yeah, several bars. Like the rents yeah. went sky high. Oh, me too. And um, <laughs> we were like, God, this club's not meant to be, but it was always a success. It um, it's it's. And infamous, infamous. Yeah. Oh, and it was at her upstairs, then it was at them yeah. downstairs, they shut down. Um, <laughs> well, we were like, we were cursed. So we thought, let's go downstairs in the club at the Koo Bar. The Koo Bar has been there for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. If, we cl- close, if we close if we close that place down, then we really know that this is not this is not good news. But we're there, it. and it's just a place to get dressed up, you know. Sometimes people think it's like a trans club or a, uh, something like that, but it really Really is, I mean, our sort just of to express is, yourself, kind of like yeah, yeah it's TVTS, non-binary mm-hmm. friends and lovers. We call Love it. We don't it. say admirers anymore because that sounds a bit funny. <laughs> I do. Although like I that. said, yeah, people don't really like that anymore. But I said, well, how lovely to be admired. You it know? is. I think so too. And yeah. You, while you were mentioning all those things, Lloyd, I was just thinking, like, like you have been doing drag for like a long time, like probably mm-hmm. the same as such. Like you are like one of the OG queens that have been. Yeah. Like, so how long have you been? Which doing is strange because yeah. I still feel young and I still feel uh, I still feel like I look up to everybody and that I look to other people I'm not used to sort of giving uh, advice or things like that I look to you know like the people who are just sort of 10 Mm. maybe maybe 10 maybe 20 maybe 5 years older than me but like Tasty Tim and Princess Judy and all this I feel like they're like the generation before me but I guess yeah I have been doing it for 
over 20 years and wow. been working full time over 20 years so I guess I am an old fogey now that's amazing but I think that's the joy of drag and the beauty of drag is mm-hmm. that you constantly keep evolving and changing and mm-hmm. it's only when you well get... you say that I don't have you do you change your look I just cannot no, I just mean like personally like I, not personally I kind of get I'm stuck in a look I'm like that's I'm my look stuck. yeah I like I'm that's stuck, my look Davina's using her own brows at the moment and that's pretty much <laughs> yeah. the, the most okay. change that has occurred <laughs> yeah. in the last 10 years I'd say yeah well like yeah, I, well, I've always had mine I just take the bottom bit off so yeah. it goes a little bit more femme a little, yeah, <laughs> a little angle uh, yeah so, so you must have seen the whole scene change like dramatically mm. like in because mm-hmm. London is just so so much more fast paced obviously like than Dublin is but mm-hmm. you must have seen it change completely in those 20 years I think most thing what's changed is that everybody is a lot more comfortable to just go wherever. I mean, when uh, Bombshell and The Shack and The Way Out were running, mm. it really was, I mean, it sounds a bit strange because obviously the 80s were so colourful and powerful and gender sort of bending, if you like. Yeah. Um, but it really felt like we were kind of, there was about 10 or 15 of us and that was it. Like yeah. actually working. It yeah. was like me, Dusty, Tasty, Ritzy Crackers, Glendora, yeah. people like that. And um, we used to struggle. We used to have like guest performers and it'd be like, oh my God, who can we get? Oh, fuck's sake, get her again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because there wasn't that many people. Yeah. There wasn't that many of us. So I mean, that was great because it, people would come to you and they'd be like, I'll oh, just get Lady Lois again. She can DJ. And uh, so that works. But now, of course, everybody is a drag queen. I mean, I always said, I said to my friend, this kind of doesn't make sense, but I was yeah. like, even the boys are drag queens now. Yeah. In the, it's always like the drag queen's boyfriends are doing drag. Like yeah, when it's... I used to have my boyfriends, I'd be like, don't you dare. And they had no interest in it. <laughs> now, I'm like, now I'm like, even the boys are doing drag. What's going on? It's true. Yeah. It is a bit of a carnal so scene, isn't it? It's just overtaken yeah. and it's marvellous. And it's also a bit boring sometimes. Yeah. And fabulous as well. I don't know. And it's you know, like, like the way the scene in London is so big. So there's like, you know, obviously mm-hmm. there was Soho and that was all like the GAY bars and the mm-hmm. Koo bars and all that. Mm-hmm. And then of course there was like the Vauxhalls. The and, yeah. And then the East End. And, and Vauxhall, oh, God rest itself. Yeah. Nothing fucking goes on in Vauxhall anymore. <laughs> yeah. So like what has London as a whole, like the club and scene, has that all kind of changed? Has it calmed down? What's like, what's it like now? I don't know. It feels like we've opened up to be more mixed. I, I really remember when like the sort of Hoxton and the East End stuff really took off. It really had its big moment for, you know, five, ten years. There was it really was like a rivalry yeah. between all of us. I don't know where it came from or who it came from. Um was that some bit was that some it was like you just would not get asked to go and work there and they would not come to us. Whereas mm-hmm. now it feels much more like we're all friends. I don't know if that's just my my sort of peers and my yeah. generation, but we've all Maybe we've hit that age where we've all calmed down. We're not really fighting each other anymore, yeah. which is so nice. Yeah, um, it's so funny. It feels like we there's room for everybody now because yeah. there's a lot of money going around. Uh, there's a lot of new nights, and also there's a lot of new nights that have come up that aren't from people that's like grassroots that are really mm. into it. It's like promoter nights and straight places doing the brunches and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, oh god, you know, when you have like not that I've ever not been friends with them, but like people that that run the glory and things like that. Yeah. We just like. I think both of us are like, God, thank God for you. Thank mm. God for Bombshell. Thank God yeah. for the glory. Right. In right. that it, it came up from a uh, a place of, you know, want and need and like sincerity, mm-hmm. not like uh-huh. money. Yeah. You know? And a proper queer like, space. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think we're all kind of 
realised we all band together and we all actually mm. love each other. And that's my experience anyway. Yeah. Like I've got so much love for all all the different places. Whereas ten years ago, I'd be like, oh, I'm not working there. <laughs> who, have they, who have they got on tonight? Oh, she's dreadful. Like, uh, I, I, and they I, were thinking the same about me. They're like, oh God, Lady Lloyd. Oh, she, where, all she does is wear Vivian West. And how boring. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, she, you know, you know what I mean. Oh, she just plays those Shania Twain records. We don't want her. Whereas now it really feels like I'm getting, you know, work from so many people and so many people that I thought were almost out of my reach mm-hmm. um, or that I thought were too fabulous and would just hate me because I'm like the pop girl, mm. you know, are coming yeah. to work at Bombshell yeah. on my nights. And people like Jean-Benet Blonde and um, uh, John Sizzle and things like that, yeah. you know, they're the people I was always like, wow, look at them. But yeah. actually they were sort of thinking the same about me. So they say to my face. <laughs> so I think there's a bit of a full circle totally. moment from people yeah. of my age anyway. Totally. Like, yeah. cause, cause like, um, I have, I did gigs over there years ago, I remember. And I had met like Jodie Harsh for the first time. Mm-hmm. She was only kind of starting out like around that time as well. Mm-hmm. And, and there was, I remember just sensing that there was such a big divide. And obviously London is yeah, a Yeah, like place. everybody hated Jodie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was all just jealousy, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so, it was all jealousy, you know, even from me, not from a, is that from because a you really want, nasty, bitter space. But you just want like, to wow, look at how look at how amazing she is. Mm. No, I never wanted her wig. <laughs> <laughs> I never wanted her wig, but she's absolutely lovely. And she's, I think she's the same. I can see yeah. her lifting up other people and getting people work and offering, you know, yeah. love and stuff. I don't know. I think definitely it's a time of slight reflection. It's, I think and it's, that, it's wow, great. we're all yeah. still going, mm-hmm. you know, it's, good luck to us all. It's great to see, I think. It's like, nice. Yeah. Are you still ripping at each other's throats and ripping oh, each other's wigs off? No, no, no. Honestly, the only reason we haven't is because <laughs> we got to... Because you can Yeah, we had to work the last <laughs> yeah. year. I needed her and she needed me and we, were, we spent a year on mm-hmm. virtuals yeah. and we needed each other. But th- next year, yeah. we plan yeah. on having a falling out next yeah. year. That would be like, cute. It's something really big. A planned falling out yeah. always works. It is. <laughs> well, Possibly abroad say, could be good. <laughs> so what, yeah. say is, what we loved about you is that you are a pop queen mm. because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of DJ snobbery let's just yes. call it that mm-hmm. and um, for a while especially in the George we were like oh we need more pop like more at the pop. weekend yes. and Davina you really bought pop on I agree on, on I'm, a, I'm a pop pusher for yeah. sure I, I mean like- I fought for pop for a long time even uh, the Koo Bar and Village and places like this that I've worked for a long time every like year or two mm. it'll be like oh the music you know we need to change it to like more housey more electro yeah. mm-hmm. a few guys and then literally like six weeks later they're like oh we're going back to pop i mean i never budge yeah i course. just love that lady i just love that lady gaga quote where she said pop music will never be low brow you know and oh, really good it. really good mm. pop songs are the hardest to write you know i've got a lot yeah. of respect for pop music so i think you know i just really push push that and can i ask I mean, actually because like because i i dj pop as well and i mm-hmm. love that's what, like we loved your set like because it's yeah. pure right, yeah. right up our street but do you ever come across people with that actually just kind of it's classified they're like that doesn't that doesn't count it's not real djing do you know kind of way? just uh, because it's pop it's like mm-hmm. it's, it's it's that it is that total snobbery well yeah. you know it is just pressing buttons i'm not a superstar mixer i never have been but i can do it if, if, if it calls to it you know yeah. to mix you just have to be able to count to four but a lot of people can't count to four that's true um, <laughs> that's in true. time you know i mean you see it when they're at a concert and they're clapping off the beat and you're yeah. like what are you doing so wow you know, so she just came for me but, yeah mm-hmm, i've seen you dance too, so. 
and, um, dance is a loose word so I just think um, I think you know it's served me very well yeah. and it served Soho well I really did fight for it and I do think I have to give myself some credit I think I've helped shape the sound of Soho for 15-20 years mm-hmm. when it was going that way I was pushing back against mm-hmm. it I was like these the kids want pop they want what they know they want what they can sing to mm-hmm. and that to me is Soho you know it, like you said I used to go to Vauxhall and I'd ramp it up a bit yeah or, you know, if you go out east, you're going to get a bit of your uh, fancy, schmancy <laughs> songs, you whoever's, songs that no words. Whoever's, whoever's <laughs> making noise at the moment, Charlie XCX, but she's as pop as they come. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, it will just always have its place. And who and it's is important to who, have those Who is your favourite pop queen? Because we know you love your divas. And I, like, Shania. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that, which is kind of not what you would think. I was going to say, she's going to say Madonna. Yeah. like I think, well, I think Madonna is the best to ever do. Do it and forever and ever will be but when i was growing up i didn't like her i liked cindy lauper um and i was obsessed with cindy mm. lauper um, me and monroe monroe Bergdorf were obsessed with her and um, we used to have everything and we kind of ignored madonna for quite a long time mm-hmm. but now i recognize and i'm like there is just nobody's ever going to do it as good as that no. you know no. no so yeah so madonna but you know i don't i don't listen to her a whole lot in my own time i listen to country and all the time speaking so. of uh, pop divas and like being in like london the london look the capital of all things pop and fabulousness like you must have worked alongside like lots of pop stars mm-hmm. over the years and mm-hmm. like we know that you you hung out with kesha a lot your friends with really good friends with Siobhan from Sugar Babes. Yeah, my baby. Yeah, like you're very close, aren't you? you guys are like very tight. Yeah, it's my best friend. I mean, we met when I was, I mean, just as Overload came out, we met when she performed it at Top of the Pops. Wow. And it's sort of that famous story that she was so nervous. That's how they were, ended up on like the three stalls and it became a bit sort of iconic, the yeah. sort of dance routine on the stalls because she couldn't stand up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and my boyfriend at the time was working at Top of the Pops and I was like, who is this redheaded girl who's basically... It was basically a solo song, you know. Yeah. And um, I just thought, who's this redheaded girl that's taking all the vocals of these three? And I was just very much drawn to her, and we just became friends like overnight. That's amazing. That's really cool. And she's amazing, yeah. like as a writer. I've got so much respect for her. Yeah. And of course, as a friend. She's good. And she- yeah, Kesha, we did the song Pretty Lady together, which was quite cool. Wow. Okay. It was all about drag. Yeah. Uh, what was the line? Uh, Boy, you're such a pretty lady. It's quite clever. Oh, yeah, I love it. And and then she was like, "If this comes out on the record, you're going to be fucking rich." And then what <laughs> happened? It leaked on YouTube, and then that was it. Oh, she was no. like, oh, oh. You know that time when everybody's songs yeah, were just leaking. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I was sat there thinking, "Oh God, please, 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 it's going <laughs> to make me some money because I'm forever in one hand and out the other." You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, listen, that's the life but of a drag queen. I, uh, I think. Yeah, I know. Yeah, everything just goes back and yeah. drag. But um, we had a really good time. That was when she was touring extensively. And she, you know, she got me, I kind of got a group together and we used to have about 10 girls, you know, drag queens, trans girls, whatever. And um, I have to say, she's the only person I've worked with for uh, and with that really put, she was like, all these girls have to be paid for everything they do. You know, the management would be like, oh, just get them. They want to be on stage Mm -hmm. at Wembley and stuff. And she, you know, in the emails was like, no, every girl gets, you know, her well, her fee brilliant. every time. And yeah, we did everywhere. I even did Glastonbury with Bagger. Actually. Oh, wow. I took Bagger <laughs> on the tour bus and we were in the mud. And um, um, Bagger actually lost her, uh, her wristband, VIP wristband. So she had to stay on the bus. She wasn't allowed to come on the stage. Oh, she wasn't no allowed way. to go to the party. Oh. So she sat 
she sat on the tour bus, sulked and sulked and sulked, and we were out getting absolutely wrecked, slinging mud at each other. I love that. I love that. And of course, it's like I was like, this thing was on your wrist. How have you lost it? What no, girl? No. And tell us, like, so, like, obviously, Kesha is and Siobhan's vibe. Like, is there any mm. pop stars that you've run into in the clubs or that you've seen, like, that have just been absolute fucking nightmares? Justin Bieber. Really? Oh wow. Yeah. What? Was he was very young, but I remember. But he literally screamed at me and slammed the door in my face. What? Um, What's he screaming at, at you? Wembley Stadium. He was like, you know, sort of not like homophobic stuff, but just like, what the fuck, you know? Oh wow! Oh, right. well, he no, was I a love, kid. He I was a kid, see. and I think, and I think I was with Daniel Lisboa, you know. And yeah. I think most people would say, what the fuck? <laughs> in a fabulous way. In a fabulous way. But, you know, it's quite a mind yeah. fuck to see Daniel Lismore when you're not expecting to. Right. It has to be absolutely as fabulous as he is. Yeah. So, um, so Justin. Funny. And then Justin, yeah. So he's, his card is marked. And so is Kate Moss because she threw me out the women's toilets once at a Vogue party. You are joking. No. Yeah. Fucking no. She was, I know. She was like, get the fuck out the women's. And I was with Roisin Murphy. This is such a name drop. <laughs> Roisin and Roisin was like don't fucking say that to my friend and she she was like get the fuck out and I was like this is just absolutely fabulous please carry on <laughs> I was like I want to get beaten by Kate by Roisin <laughs> I was like more 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 insult me more Kate oh my you God. know and it's a kind of thing that you know drunken funny nonsense but of course nowadays you probably kick up a real yeah. fuss but of course I just found it funny I had a friend once who got hit, hit by a handbag by Naomi Campbell at London Fashion Wow. Week. Yeah. So but is she, this not what you want? No. She so, looks. This is what you want. Yeah. She oh, yeah. still talks it to this day. Yeah. You want a scar, not a bruise. And come here. I'm saying Nicole. Nicole Kidman. Why am I thinking of Nicole Kidman? Who did you say? Naomi. Naomi. Nicole Kidman. Naomi Campbell. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. One thing um, that I personally really want to know is, and now this was, mm. we kind of, I kind of broached it with you the last time, and, and you were like, I can't really remember. Do you remember there was a big scandal with Pete Burns back? Do you remember there was something had happened? And yeah. like, I, I can't remember what the, the scandal Why was. Why was I in the middle of it? Yeah. I know why, well, because I was running around town with his boyfriend. Is that oh. what it was? Is that what it was? Yeah, so what was, because it was like, there was a headline was like, Pete's been uh-huh. snubbed for like it was a younger Pete, model or something. It's Yeah, yeah. It was Pout of Order, that's what it said. Oh, Pout of Order. God, I love it. As, um, as boyfriend shows up with younger, prettier, sexier version. And I thought, version of what? What are you saying here? Yeah. Are you just saying because we've both got blonde hair? Because, hello. <laughs> We're very different. I'm, I'm, far, I'm far off from Pete. But, um, you know, I have so much respect and admiration for Pete. Of but course. at that time, the, the boyfriend... Um, yeah, but we were just friends and he came yeah. to one of my things. They were a bit estranged at the time. Mm-hmm. And we literally just walked around to a club together and Pete saw Red and literally... <laughs> Threw a bottle at me. Oh Why God. am I always getting beaten up? <laughs> <laughs> Was the bottle full like, Bagger's, though? Bagger's going to attack me now. She's going <laughs> to attack me. I can see. And um, you know, it just became like. You know, Pete was unwell, so yeah. And did you make peace? It's a bit of a you, shame, but did you ever make peace uh, after that, or was it just kind of? That we was did it? see each other a few times at the clubs, and it was fine. Yeah. But I was always very nervous. I mean, he did. It, it was like a hate campaign. I mean, oh wow. He yeah. It was like a good month of like. I had like 600 voicemails <gasps> saying, I'm, I'm going to cut your balls off, you cocky blonde bitch. Oh, <laughs> my. She thought I was sleeping with the husband and I wasn't. Oh I couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, 
it was just madness and it was kind of and it was madness yeah like i said he wasn't well yeah um but it also from a side point of view it was quite scary i mean it was like coming down to heaven tonight to brick you and things like that you know pete Pete is a force not to mess with i can imagine it was a bit of wrong place wrong time Mm -hmm. and also like a funny headline yeah Yeah. and things like that but i mean pout of order i do like that yeah and i I, and the best thing was barbara bush got arrested the same night no way it was quite funny for what Oh, for getting involved. <laughs> scrapping. For getting scrapping. involved. Barbara Bush was the first drag queen I ever met. She was fabulous. I love it. I love the sound of her. Uh, and one thing that actually mm. that, that you and Pete do have in common is that you actually both love <laughs> Vivian Westwood. Yeah. You love Viv. And yeah. you modelled for Vivian Westwood. Like, yeah, tell so us a little bit about that. As well with lots of people. Well, I was just known for wearing it around the club scene. And um, a lot, that's a ghetto. A lot of queens were kind of big into the Westwood weren't they yeah yeah and she funnily enough after i did it i remember lots of drag queens were wearing it and she said but i don't make clothes for drag queens <laughs> and i said well you put me in your show you put me in your advertising campaign i'm a drag queen and she said no you're much more interesting than that oh, oh I love and that. i thought well okay the stamp of approval there and um, I think, yeah, I don't mean it. Actually, I did see her once in the street with Pete, funny enough, at some sort of event. And mm. she's, I remember her going absolutely crazy because Pete owed her about 50 grand. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, on a tab. She was like, give me all my back, my clothes. But yeah, um, that was just from wearing it, really. And I bumped into Murray, who's literally one of her main designers mm. for like 20 years or longer. And he just said they were looking for a model to open the show who... Uh, could you know give them a bit of a wow moment yeah. and it was it was really amazing I, w- I mean i wore a tiny little pair of knickers which um said fair trial my ass on the back and it was for <laughs> um it was for people that have been locked up in uh, guantanamo bay without um without having a proper trial and things like that okay. and she just said and I, I was like strapped up my willy pulled between my bum cheeks uh-huh. and the show of course was like four hours late and i was desperate for a piss oh my god and i thought i'm gonna there. fall down these stairs it's like my favorite designer i'm opening this huge catwalk her big return to the london catwalk mm-hmm. i was so nervous I'd, I'd met her that first yeah. day and she was she was going around and she was paint she was like i don't like the makeup <laughs> everybody, everybody looks the same and so she grabbed a um she grabbed a, an eyeliner pencil and was going around drawing moustaches on everybody and I oh, thought wow. please don't come and draw a moustache on me <laughs> I was like please 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 and luckily she didn't I was like thank god I was like this is my mo- this is my moment draw a, a fucking tiny little moustache on me this is your moment. she didn't and, oh, I love and it. she said to me now when you get to the end of the catwalk turn around and flash them your asshole <laughs> oh, no my way God. And I thought, and I hadn't thought of that. I, I, you know, when you when you're young, I didn't think. Of course, they need to see what's written on the bum of the yeah. pants. Yeah. So I got to the end of the catwalk. I turned around. And I stood there for about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next day, it was on the cover of all the newspapers. Amazing. My backside. So she knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah. That's and unreal. she's just absolutely amazing. I mean, she really. I did everything with her for about three or four years. Mm. You know, all the campaigns and the even performances she wrote a manifesto and i used to dress up as alice in wonderland or a pirate and perform that mm, to like yeah. all kids and stuff and all climate change things it was a real whirlwind i got to 
do yeah. photo- photographs. Amazing like, experience. Every big, every big mm. photographer photographed me, which is like amazing. But you've but, got the face, you know, bitch. You've yeah. got the face. Look. I out. did have them. And then <laughs> you I, still do. And then I stuck this gold tooth on and really did become a pirate. Gold tooth. So we're going to just have to cut that there, unfortunately. If you want to check out the rest of Lady Lloyd's interview, you can check that out over on our Patreon at uh, patreon.net forward slash petty little things pod. Definitely one for the record books. That was really good. I really enjoyed that. So much hot tea. Plus, we are going to share on our Patreon episode as well. A little, um, because she's the Queen of London, we're going to do a little London London flashback um, to one of our crazier nights out in London. And uh, I don't Mm. even know, I haven't told you this, but I thought about it while I was getting ready earlier. I Uh, know what you're going to say. I know what it's about. It's about the kind of seven up, isn't it? Yes. Yes. I just think that's a great, (laughs) great story. So uh, that will also be on our Patreon episode, plus more from uh, DJ Lady Lloyd but in, uh, Davina what, have you got the time what time is it oh I do it's our favourite time of the week it's time for Rotter of the Week on Petty Little Things yes it's time for Rotter of the Week and we are back with our favourite Rotters uh, of course, you've all been sending us in your rotters. Uh, thank you for using our filter. Don't forget that's still up on Instagram. So do get them sending to us because we want to hear what you got to say and what's been rotting you. Okay, well, I'm going to kick it off with um, people because like Harry Styles and like all that are wearing nail varnish. Uh, there's a big trend at the moment with nail varnish. Uh, and the original nail varnish queen was Dolly Grip, by the way. If anyone didn't know, she used to paint yes. a, a thin uh, stripe down the centre of her nail just before a show. Now she's an actual uh, glue-on nail shoe uh, uh, queen. But the reason she used to only do a thin stripe down her nail was because apparently it would elongate the fingers. Uh, And to to Dolly, I say, that's the least of your problems. (laughs) Well, also, when you have sausage rolls for fingers... (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love it's a lot of right now. Oh, yum! So, uh, what I what my I'm noticing is that there's um kind of a lot of oh weird mask fellas, uh, those oh. types who are now okay. getting a fun painted nail. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, yes. yes, have fun with it. But also, like your personality is not a plant or a painted nail. If that makes no. sense, do you know what I mean? And it, yeah. And if you're trying to equate that with a personality, then that's a real issue. Yeah, absolutely. However, I do love a painted nail not for me personally glue those bad boys on way quicker um yeah. but yeah i just think i'm having a good howl at some of the people that are showing up with like a and also nail. i've seen people with like like chips nail like just take the nail varnish off oh if no they're like- into that they're into that like uh no daniel who i work with over here um i like accidentally it went near my acetone uh, while I was cleaning my wigs and then he got very excited with the reaction because it would look like a dramatic you know chipped nail and he looked very grungy and I was like you're gas bitch okay right very good <laughs> <laughs> I love that you took a deep breath instead of giving your opinion on that you're like okay I'll just be nice it's fine yeah because you know I'm eye rolling you know yes. I'm eye rolling like a fucking slot machine here <laughs> literally um, okay on. so my first rotter of the week is and this is going out to because life is resuming there's lots of new events coming up and everybody has all these different events there's brunches and there's shows happening there's club nights coming back and all these have gorgeous artwork and there's posters and information available and booking systems and do you know what i'm not 
a customer service help desk. <laughs> <laughs> so if if there is an event coming up that you might want to attend, maybe look at the fucking poster because yes. most likely all the information will be there. There will be where you can book a table. There will be the time it starts at. Mm-hmm. There will be who's probably on the fucking show. There'll probably yeah. be a PPS number and a daytime contact if you look fucking close enough. Yeah. So my show is like, you have no idea. It's like... You know, Noah on the Ark, the floodgates fucking opened mm-hmm. and everybody just, I, d- I don't know if it's like, it's like Dolly always says, it's like people who comment on Facebook say, does anyone know what time Lambs opens at in Ballyferman? Oh my like, God. Yes. It's the same thing. It's like, what time does the Chinese open at? Fucking ring them. Yeah. Like, actually, yeah. you have, you have probably have it. You're probably on your phone, on your smartphone now, mm-hmm. typing this. So maybe use fucking Google. The information yeah. is out there. Like, and I hear you because I'm currently trying to get everyone seated into two different shows for Heidi in the Radisson Blue Hotel, girl. And when I say yeah. I read those emails six times to make sure that every single detail possibly could be thought of was in there, so nobody oh, would ask me a question. And no, that and, did not work. And, you know, I think I think some people just want to like have that weird interaction but it's like actually if you're busy doing stuff it's like it's so irritating when you've made a point to make sure all the information is there yeah, yeah. and especially for other events you see them commenting under saying what time does this start at and yeah. like, it says fucking eight o'clock on the poster like what i yeah i takes everything in my like being not to fucking buy back oh my because god it's just so silly like obviously ask questions that's if you have a genuine question that's okay but not something so basic as yeah, like yeah. what's in front of you it's like saying Thursday, Thursday. What day is this on? Oh Fucking Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, babes. It's Tuesdays. Oh, we love a good Tuesday on a Thursday, Thursday. Like, um, I love that. Yeah, I so love that. Just, so that just and it's only because it's literally just beginning. Like we're yeah. just getting back to real life. It's like they were they were probably waiting like eighteen months to send out like those stupid <laughs> questions. Hello, customer service. Davina Divine speaking. How may I help you? Not. <laughs> um, okay, my next one is if you're going to post a picture like from your room, if you want to show off your outfit or you want to, you know, just like put a little update up, stop posting pictures from dirty, dusty rooms. I am sick of seeing <laughs> filthy backgrounds. Like, if your room is is not cute, then go over to a corner of the wall that you can only see the wall. I don't need to see the the dust gathering on your unit beside your bed locker. Like, what is that about? People can see and are judging you. Like, well, I think the I think what everyone needs to take a moment here and realize is that everybody, when there's a photograph goes up everybody just looks at the background what's going on in the background you want to see like what's in the wardrobe what's on the press people want to see the like the nitty gritty stuff they're not actually looking at you in your nice dress or outfit they're actually looking at like what's going on so if it's busy calm down that background because that could turn out and bite you in the ass as well god knows if you have your dildo or whatever (laughs) on the shelf like who knows (laughs) but it's like it's the it's like just so unaware so just be aware of your background like just hang up some sequin curtains and like even what you used to do you know what I mean just like have all the shit behind the curtain it's like not that difficult to do yeah completely like and if there's if there's dust on your dildo well I'm very sorry for you but um, yeah no excuse for that <laughs> that's my last part or what's your last one uh actually this is um i've noticed as well i think it's like you know the autumn nights are coming back in and i think people maybe maybe more students have come back to college and there's definitely around where i live there's a lot more um like you see kind of boot camps are starting up oh yes and like um 
kind of little running clubs and joggers. A lot of joggers are out. And I really resent people when you're out, you're out walking along and you'll hear like somebody running behind you, but you can almost like they're breathing like, <gasps> and you can literally like, like literally this one guy ran past. And I was like, oh my God, I could actually like smell his breath when he ran past. Oh yeah. And yeah. I was just like, gee, and you know, runner's breath is like not the best because they're obviously they're so dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, what did you have? Like a Denny steak and kidney pie or something? Run past? Yes. Like, just gross. Like, please like. Keep just, your breath to yourself. And sorry, we're fucking in a pandemic. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Where it's all about moisture and breathe. Like run past people, like just a little bit of distance, you know, yeah. it's gross. I think yeah. it's kind of funny, but at the same time, gross yeah that's true okay i like that one and they're all coming back and also uh like high-vis jackets what's the story with everyone wearing high-vis jackets out and it's like it's not even dark yet <laughs> what is that about uh, girl that was a costume that amy McKill made me how dare you come for me like that <laughs> high-vis reflective straps and it's like six o'clock and it's like bitch it's like how long have you been on this walk you know a walk and it's like safety and safety at night or whatever and you're like it's still bright like what did you leave the house this morning what are you doing darkness into light what is going on i knew darkness into light was gonna get referenced there i knew it i knew it i also thought you were gonna say something completely different but that was a good writer i very much enjoyed yeah. that well i've just i'm watching you and i'm noting i'm noting all you joggers <laughs> okay well that is the end of yet another episode we'll be back in two weeks remember you can get our bonus episode straight away over on patreon.com forward slash pretty little things pod more from dj lady lloyd and our scandalous interview with her um yes. and also uh davina always likes to tell you all to um yeah, just share share with a friend, tell a friend about petty little things, share the filter with us. We want to hear from you. Uh, we really do because we really do love hearing your rotters because they do like they're just always so random. And the things that grind our titties, like I'm sure there's much worse that grind yeah. yours. So yeah. get onto us, use our filter or send us a message, get involved. Mm-hmm. We do love to hear from you. We do. Uh, actually, you mentioned the filter. Someone uh, DM'd me and said, wow, was God making off very nice? And I said, why? because uh, we were using the filter and I said, well, what's your rudder of the week? And she goes, your makeup. And I was like, girl, that's how drag queens talk to each other. Like, oh, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? imagine imagine drag queens were really nice to each other. Like, hello, dear. Oh, would you like to come in here? So yeah. Come in, my love. No, drag queens are cunts. <laughs> yeah. just the way it is. And she was a fucking gas, like, mad bitch. No, she was lovely. But I just thought it was so funny that someone took it so literal. Like, even rudder of the week, by the way, you guys, in itself, we're just being gas mots, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so. it's like it doesn't actually really like play any heat into our life. No. It's just part of the fun. Absolutely. So we do and we and we just like let's face it, we just love we love a good bitch in a moment. Oh, Who fucking doesn't? Who doesn't? Absolutely. Anyway, follow the podcast on Instagram at pay little things pod. But until next time Stay, stay petty. petty. Mwah. You love to get the last kiss in. Um <laughs> <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com